little uh, reminder before we kick off the pod proper to, if you haven't yet, I believe today is the last day that you can vote for us in the National oh Comedy God, Awards. It's the last day, oh people. Oh, my God. Get on there. Vote for us for Best Comedy Podcast. Please. There's lots of other categories you can vote for great people in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get on the website, nationalcomedyawards.com. Get voting. Do us a solid. We're ne- I mean, let's be honest. We're, we're small fry, yeah. but we would bloody love you to vote for us. There's a lot of big names up there, including my mother's podcast. <laughs> yeah. Is your mum's nominated? My mum's podcast is nominated. Did you yeah. see the other day your mum tweeted um, a thing saying vote for us? And then someone had to be like, but your podcast is also nominated. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need another comedy award. No, no, she's got too many. Come on. She's got yeah. too many. It's like uh, it, it, the the Jeopardy. It's like, who's going to be Christmas number one? And it's always fun when it's the underdog. You're exactly. like, what? That's Christmas number one. We are the crazy frog like, of this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're the crazy frog of podcasts. Please vote for us. And now enjoy the pod. Here it goes. <clears throat> No. Uh, ooh, actually, I've not thought of this at all. Um, no, well, you have because you started very strong with Paul. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I was? Do you know because I was just going to improv it? Do you know what I genuinely was about to say? Mm, Pour yourself what? a hot dog. Mm. <laughs> so that's why. That's why I stopped myself. Okay, yeah. I've got it now. I've got. I've got it now. I've got it now. Okay. <clears throat> Pour yourself a lovely cup of mulled cider. Grab yourself a hot dog. And guess what? In the other hand, grab yourself a bloody toffee apple and get ready for this podcast to go off with a bang because it's a fun fire night podcast. Yay! Yay! Bang, bang, bang. Well done for improving that, Rose. (laughs) I will say, if you had written something, you could have had some brilliant firework puns in there. I had a firework pun. What do you want? The podcast is going to go off with a bang. I just think for your calibre, you, then. What can I you have done? love a pun. You're, what could I have done? You're pun master Rose. Like you would have yeah. been, oh, you get Very yourself funny. Catherine wheeling into the pod. And... That's not a pun. That's, just, that's not a pun. How's that a pun? Uh, how's that? A, that's not a pun. Um, what's is the it? other one called? Um, we're we're going to... Rocket you up, up and away. Again, that's podcast, not a pun. Podcast sphere. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Camille. This would have been a lot better. Wish I'd. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bonfire Night. Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. Actually, it's there's a free sun in the air, isn't there? Yeah, mm. love it. Ever since I was a kid, hot Ribena. Hot Ribena. Hot Ribena. When you were a kid, yeah, we had that when we were ill. As a kid. Oh really? Oh yeah. no, I have. Oh no, I see that as a bit of a treat because it's yeah. so sugary. Yeah, we had it hot was ribena like, on fireworks night, and because the parents were all having mulled wine, obviously, we got hot ribena. And they were like, "We need to wean them into this nutrition <laughs> of this early. Yeah. Get them on the hot ribena, <laughs> and then as soon as they're ready, get a mulled, yeah. turn it into a mulled Actually, wine." Actually, I mean, we had a lot of drinks that were sort of like kids substitutes for alcoholic drinks like fizzy elderflower instead of champagne <laughs> really just getting you into that like inextricable yeah. drinking culture early yes. doors yeah yes. oh no they can't have prosecco we've got to give them something we've else. got to give them something yeah <laughs> in a tiny wine glass <laughs> my parents used to let us dip our little fingers into their sherry and have a little like 
sip like a little the sweet sherry and like suck it off our fingers genuinely like weaning us onto it that's such like, a strong flavor as well that would have yeah. been like i bet your little minds were like what the hell is that yeah love it's it. almost medicinal mm. i think when you're a kid it tastes mm-hmm. medicinal like cowpole mm. and now i bloody love a sherry oh i love a sherry too i associate sherry with christmas yeah yeah mm. oh yeah i wouldn't I, I wouldn't have a sherry or bonfire now you mental Oh, I would if I was in Spain. Oh, I'd have a sherry. <laughs> oh, I Why would if I was in Spain. Why are you in Spain? <laughs> they don't have bonfire night in Spain. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd have a sherry on bonfire night in Spain because in Spain it's just like any other night of the year. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a Spanish thing, isn't it? A sherry, Pedro Jimenez. Pedro Jimenez, yeah. The very sweet one. That's why I, love I, it. I only know that from Rose. Rose introduced us to Pedro Jimenez, didn't she? Same. Oh. Now, whenever I go to Spain, I'm getting myself a Pedro Jimenez. Pour that over a vanilla ice cream. You're Oy. absolutely in heaven. Ooh. I tell you what, pour that into a vanilla ice cream. You are Catherine wheeling into heaven. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, our guest today will be joining us shortly. It's the fantastic Miles Chapman. You might know him from smash hit Channel 4 show, Lee and Dean. Which uh, Camille also starred in, and which I cameoed in. Which I had no part in whatsoever. BT had no part in it whatsoever. Um, favorite favorite he, job I've ever had in my life. It was Aww. so fun, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you did say that straight after we just said BT had no part in it whatsoever, so it was a real blow for her. <laughs> I'll say it again. Favorite job I've ever had in my life. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking, thanks. of course. <laughs> He's an actor. He's a writer. He's been in the David Brent film Life on the Road. He's a lovely man. He's 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 got a lot to say for himself. He's not that lovely. No, he's a, he's a prick. <laughs> he's not that. He wants everyone to think he is, but deep down, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the type of person we like on this podcast. Yeah. And also, that's the kind of person you want at your uh, bonfire night party. Yeah. Any house party, Fireworks. you want that you, kind of person. You want someone yeah. who's going to run up to a firework that hasn't gone off and check. Yeah, go and check <laughs> yeah. it for us. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I can't imagine him doing that, especially like because he's a dad, but like a fun dad. That's yeah. the kind of person I imagine running over to the fireworks to try and sort it out, accidentally setting it all off. Yeah, while the while while, the, while your mum's like, Miles, don't leave it. <laughs> That's just my mum. Um, he's he's in the waiting room. Let's let, let him, him in. in. Welcome to the Bonfire Night Party, Miles Chapman. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> you waved. This is a podcast, so people can't hear you waving. Yeah. You have to, oh, you have that's to... true. Yeah. Oh, well, I, you know, it just feels right and proper yeah. that I should wave. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, um, it's just for us. Bit of backstory. Prior to our formal welcome onto the podcast, Miles has already been to make himself a coffee. Like, immediately upon joining, he was like, do you mind if I just go and make myself a coffee? But then apparently... That's going to be problematic. Camille, over to you. I have had many chats with Miles where I'm going to say two words. Coffee, poo. Yeah. Uh, The two are intertwined for Miles. Yeah, mutually inclusive. I think for most people. Well, yeah, but he knows he shouldn't have more than one coffee and he's just poured himself a second and I don't think he's going to get through to the end of the pod without an accident. Right. Wow. The thing is, that's that's, that's a bit of a... We said he was going to bring a free son to the podcast. Yeah. You know what? This is great. This is going to add a bit of peril to it, which is, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a bit edgy. It's going to be good. So Cam, just because you, you, you're a fellow sufferer, aren't you? You, you struggle. Yeah. So I, I, I take it. 
Sorry, I'm, I haven't declared this. When no, you put... you've outed me on the pod. No. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, you, you, you haven't outed her. No. She's, this is very much theme of the Well pod. trodden. Can I just say one of the funniest things I've heard in the world when you, you say you go out for a walk with James or you've been out and you said, I've got to get back, I've got the shits, and then he pretends he can't find the keys again. <laughs> So cool, it's so funny. <laughs> and then he'll start trying different keys in the door, like, oh, is it this one? Is it this? It's awful. Oh, and I, so funny. I can't even get that angry in the moment because I've just got to concentrate on not shitting myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, what a rat. Miles, oh. tell them about, tell them about uh, your walk, your dog walk. Dog walk. Oh, there's What's so this? many stories. Oh. I don't know which one I mean. Dog walk. Oh, God. Yeah, which, which one? Is that what you're going to say? Well, which one? I've done it a couple of times in a dog walk. But what you mean when well, I've had to go for a shit in the bush? <laughs> no, I didn't mean that one. Which one then? Camille, we've literally been talking about shitting ourselves and you went and tell them about the dog walk. Of course he's going to think it's the one about shitting in a bush. Well, no, there is shit involved. You, you bump into someone. Oh, that. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. So I took Charlie for a walk and on the way back, I, so basically we're about a quarter of an hour into the walk and instead of doing a loop, I went away from the house for a quarter of an hour, which is the bloody stupid idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, for you. Basically, yeah. If you've got to go back. Yeah, for me, because if you've got to go back, you've got to do another quarter of an hour to get back to the toilet. And I got about a quarter of an hour and I suddenly thought, oh, no, it, I could feel it building. And I thought, well, I, I, better, I better turn around and go back. So, um, so I headed back and uh, it was getting, the pressure was built, was getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Oh, and then obviously Char- Charlie stopped for a shit on the way back, so I had to wait for him, which was even worse. It's like running water when you need a piss. Yeah, it was a stone. <laughs> I couldn't look at him. And then, uh, and then I got about, I reckon about a, a two minutes in the house. I thought, oh, I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this. And I had a pair of shorts on because I was, cause it was, it was sort of like late summer. And, uh, as I was walking back, I just heard this voice go, Woo, Miles! And I looked round, <laughs> and there's this this woman, this this mum, one of the mums up at the school. <gasps> no. And I went, Oh, hello, how are you? I said, Listen, it's going to sound incredibly rude. I said, I've got a dash off, I've got a meeting as soon as I get in. <laughs> so I sort of rung it that way. And as I walked down, I could feel it. And she was only, I reckon, she was probably 10 yards behind me. No. And I could feel it coming, and a lump came out on the pavement. No! Yeah. No, no. She must have. She must. She must have seen it. She must have seen it. Oh, it makes me laugh every time. And then I had to go back out with a with a, a dog poo bag and pick it up. Oh later no. On. Yeah, so I had to. Cl- I, this, this is this is the denouement. I had to go and clean because I had to clean myself up, have a shower. And about a quarter of an hour later, I went and picked it out. And when I went out, there was a shoe print in it. No! Some <laughs> 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 uh, poor fucker had trodden in my shit. Oh no! Oh, no! Oh, and they've gone. Oh, I'm... I've just st- stepped in a dog poo, but it's not. It's worse. Yeah. It's it's human. It's oh human. my god! So if you've ever, if, listeners, if you've ever stepped in a dog poo, it might have been Miles's shit. <laughs> might have, if you're in if you're in the Hitchin area, and yeah. I thought to myself, I hope they got one of those Timberland boots with a really deep tread that you can't get it out. 
Or like a brand new pair of Nikes. Oh. You know what I mean? Box fresh. Really, yeah, a really intricate sort of pattern on the sole. Yeah. You can't just get it out of the teeth thick or something. I mean, funny. you've crashed into the podcast. Normally, it would be like we, 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 we warm up for about half an hour to get to something like that. But bang, we're straight in. Well, I have to say, courtesy of Camille, actually, she dumped yeah. it. Sorry. Yeah. He doesn't mind. I've got, honestly, I... We could do we could do three podcasts on the spin about my guts. Just so many, so so many stories, so many stories. It's ridiculous. For true fans of the pod, they're gonna love this. Yeah. Going back to our roots. Okay, I'm gonna now like I'm gonna sort of like bring it the shit the shit pod screeching to a halt and backpedal back to bonfire night, please. Right. Um, and just. Well, Miles, when I told you about the theme, you said you were very excited about it because you love fireworks. Oh, yeah. I love fireworks. I've always loved fireworks. Uh, when I was a kid, I was, I would say, quite obsessed with them. And I would go... So my nan and granddad used to, used to live in Brixton in South London. Obviously, why well, I'd say South London. Oh, that Brixton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a Brixton in Devon, so... Oh, you're oh. right. Ah, yes. Oh, I, right, thought that was, I thought yes. that was Brixham. No, there's also a Brixton. Is there? Ah, you're, no, you're actually right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'd yeah. I'd say you don't Brixham sound like... in London. Yeah, you sound like the Lon- it was the London one. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, they lived there. And um, uh, I used to go and stay over half term and some of the summer holidays and Easter and whatever. One of the half terms I used to go and stay was the October one, which was the lead up to bonfire night. And I love fireworks. And there's a shop there on the high street called Morley's. It's a mm. department store, and it's yeah. still there. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe it's still there. Anyway, yeah. been there since about 1890 or something, and they used to have, in the toy department, this huge display cabinet full of fireworks. I was just, <gasps> it was amazing. It's the best fireworks selection anywhere. Like, my local news agents was just shit. They just sold sparklers and casting wheels, but this sold the proper arsenal of In stuff. the toy department, like, for kids? In the t- Yeah, in the toy department. <laughs> you have to have an adult with, with you to buy them. <laughs> And uh, I used to go with my nan and my granddad and they used to spoil me rotten and they used to say, right, you can have up to £15. And in 1978, 79, that was a lot of money. And I used to get so many. And I used to love them so much. I used to get them back, back at the house and I used to open the lid and I'd get them all out. And I'd write down. <laughs> so do an inventory. I'd, yeah, yeah, I, I would. I'd categorise them all and then do a drawing of what I might think it might look like. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I love them so, so much. Cute. So yeah, I would firework night would come, and we'd normally have it on the nearest Saturday to firework night, and there'd be me and my mum and dad and friends of ours, and the kids would all come around and have them in the garden. But what I do remember was they just. I'd be so excited about letting them off. We'd have dinner before. So we'd have the fireworks about half seven or something. And my mum would always make a big lasagna or something like that. And I'd be so excited. I'd eat like this. I'd go, <clears throat> I'd reach because the excitement <laughs> was so hot. Like, like a child. Yeah, honestly, I, I'd be like that. <laughs> and we'd go outside and we'd make a list about which order we'd let them off. So it'd be like the shit ones to start and then they get progressively bigger. And then we'd save the big one to the end. And the big one I remember one year was called Devil Amongst the Tailors. How about that for a name? Wow. Oh, that's a good name, isn't it? That's so, good. Yeah, that's re- and it was good. I remember it being really good. Anyway, so we'd let them all off. And then once they're all done, you know, over time you'd see me that. And I remember being so tired at night because I'd be so uh, excited. <laughs> and the following, following morning, 
I said this ritual of going outside, going outside and picking up all the dead fireworks. And I yeah. get this sense of melancholy, almost like standing by a graveside. <laughs> these, these dead fireworks going, it's all over. Oh, it's like, you it's know, set, set, setting fire to something you love. It just felt so, and I, I used to keep them under my bed and my mum used to go fucking mad. <laughs> Yeah, a nice old tinderbox under your bed. Yeah, there's no, yes. there's nothing more anti, there's nothing more anticlimactic than like the comparison of like the beauty and magic of fireworks at night, and then the next morning, like the damp embers yeah. in the garden. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what it felt like. I just felt this real sense of melancholy. Really sad. It's like you know, you know, on Christmas Day when all the presents are open. Yeah. And and you get the lunchtime, and as a kid, you think that's it, it's fucking over. <laughs> From now on, it's rubbish because all the best bits uh, gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the parents just get drunk and fall asleep yeah. on the sofa. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was mortally terrified of fireworks until really? I was yeah oh, really? until I was like quite old. I think that they i think i think that this my school and parents and maybe tv really overdid the fireworks safety stuff i feel mm. like i'd watched loads of episodes of 999 with michael burke mm. where people had i had this horror of the stick going in my eye yeah do you remember do you remember there was loads of yeah. in the, it must have been the 90s there was all this messaging about do not look like you need to stand back and like once it's gone off be careful because the stick can fall in your eye and i just had this like <laughs> mortal peril that i was gonna get like stuck with the stick. i remember the fear of the sticks like yeah what? well the, it, at, at my They're school they would they would do fireworks so i I mean, the thought of you doing that in a garden in your house, like we would never have done that in my in my house. We didn't do that. Like I, I've never let fireworks off and then had to go and pick up the embers or whatever it is. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have the first like clue of how to do that. But at school, yeah, Rose, I remember when we'd go every year, the school would put a fireworks display on, and then because it was at school, there'd be like an ambulance, loads of first aiders. But I remember every year, someone would have to end up in the ambulance. There was a girl. What? Really? Yeah, every year something would happen. What? And they just kept on doing it every year. They were like, oh, another one down, but we'll go again next year and we'll change nothing. <laughs> and it's the same person every year. Yeah. Doesn't learn. Everyone said this girl Sam got firework in her eye, but I don't I, I don't I don't think it was that bad because she seemed fine. She was just sort of sat there oh, and they were, she, did you know. she, was she one of those girls that liked wearing a like a chibi grip? Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, Oh, a bit of spark went in my eye. Yeah, it was a spark. It was a spark in her eye. I genuinely, I used to watch, I would go to the school on Bonfire Night and I loved, I loved the like the energy and the excitement of it and getting, I have a real visceral memory of like hot dogs with the fried onions, the smell mm. of like frying onions that takes me back to Bonfire Night. But I would watch the fireworks display from inside the school. I would sit <laughs> no. in our school. <laughs> On your own? What, out the window like that? Yes, like, honestly, like Tiny Tim inside the dinner, inside the dining hall. My eyes pressed up against the window, looking at these fireworks in, oh, in, the, in the school right. playing field outside. Oh, I was so scared really of them. Sweet. Oh, my God. We used to, my, well, my dad used to put on um, fireworks displays in the back of our garden, uh, and they were ropey. <laughs> As in... 
there, he had to run out of the way. Yeah, there was a lot of running back to lit fireworks. <laughs> yeah, my dad did that loads. <laughs> where, where literally that's like the number one rule. They're like, don't return to it. My dad's yeah. like going back to it. Yeah, and you like, go like, yeah. and it's all uh, me and my two sisters going, don't do it, dad, what are you doing? <laughs> but why Why would you need to run back to it? Just, uh, something, it's not going off, it's gone out or something. But then everyone's panicking. Because it could go off in your face if you get that. Exactly. And I think a few times that did not happen, but my dad would be like just getting to it and it would go off. And you're like, whoa! That's a close one. I remember distinctly, there was two incidents at fireworks nights in my family garden. One, Roman candle fell on its side and started shooting towards us. (laughs) 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 I was like, run, get behind the bush! Uh, and then two, I distinctly, I don't know if this is a real memory or like a, a heightened childhood memory, but I remember a rocket shooting between me and my cousin, like straight shooting through. straight through, like past our heads. Shit the bed. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I, I remember definitely some dicey moments like that. And I, my dad still every New Year's Eve sets off a single firework at midnight in the garden. And obviously he's, or everyone's pissed by then. And he's there like absolutely pissed. Yeah, the rockets are like some weird jaunty angle and sort of shoots off towards the thatched roof of the pub next door. And we're like, oh God. Oh God, I'm glad we did it. Cause I know we would have got a batch from like Poundland or something. Your dad would have been getting them he off would have some just... bloke in Costa and they would be, yeah. They would have been, we'd burnt the house down. But that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, Bob, Bob Mortimer story. Have you heard that? It's in his autobiography. No. Um, he bought a load of fireworks as a kid, mm. or the family did. Oh, no, I've just read his book. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure, and sure, he yeah. lets them off in the kitchen mm. and then mm. basically burns the whole house down. They burns the, the house. entire house down. Burns mm. the house down. Incredible. He said they said not for indoor use, but he took that as a thing, like saying, "Well, perhaps they are." Yeah, perhaps they are, but <laughs> but they're just worried. So, oh, well, that's it. He sets them off, runs through to the kitchen, thinking, "Shit, I've got to get them out of the living room." Scorches the kitchen, starts scrubbing the kitchen, and then he's like, "I can smell something weird from the living room." One of them fell in the living room, and the living room is like ablaze. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but he remembers that his mum was so happy that he was okay that he was like I feel like if I just scorched the kitchen I would have been in so much trouble but because I burned the whole house down it was almost better I was like a hero yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and it's, you're alive don't worry about the house yeah. the main thing is you're yeah. alive yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god about 10 years ago we had five so my brother-in-law Rob Jill's uh, husband loves fireworks as well. We, we used to love letting them off when you were younger. And that. But um, we used to have a firework night, either around mine or around his. And for some reason, we had it around his that year. And his garden's not particularly big. So, But we went out. All right, to... this in Jill's brother's garden. You are... <laughs> his garden's not mind. as big mm. as mine. <laughs> Nowhere near. Their house is half the size of ours. <laughs> yeah, so we went to this, this garden centre down the road that sells the most amazing fireworks. Really, really good. So we went down there and bought really inappropriate fireworks for the size of his garden. And we bought, well, I kept looking at this firework, which was uh, a 350 shot firework. And it's about, I would say, twice the size of a paving slab, like square. Oh, when you said inappropriate, I thought you meant like cock-shaped firework. No, 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 like no. Fireworks with knickers on, stuff like that. No, no, it was um, no, just inappropriate in terms of size for the garden. But we bought this one really long, thick, round one like that, 
Sounds and a bit cockshade. Yeah, I know. And we, did, we, didn't, we didn't read the instructions properly because we were pissed and it said bury um, a foot in the ground. But we did. We buried it about that far in the ground. And it was the final firework. And we're all out in the garden. And we lit it. And all the kids are out there. And when I bought it, bought it home, Jill said, you stupid prick. Why'd you buy that? How much was that? You know, half the price it actually was. Oh, it was only uh, 40 pounds. It was about 80 quid or something. Oh, my so God. Lit it off. And it fell over immediately. And it was like, have you ever seen the film Event Horizon? No. No. There's a bit in Event Horizon where there's flashes of hell and everyone's like, ah, it's like that. It was all it was. All I could see were Frazier just coming up to me going, oh, crying. And like, <laughs> fucking terrified. And, and we're all trying to get the French doors open, trying to get in the house. And we couldn't, we couldn't Oh, get my in. God. I was absolutely oh terrified. But, I, oh but there's a part God. of me, there's a part of me that loved it. It was so exciting. It was so exciting. <laughs> Have you seen that video that's online of that fireworks, that huge fireworks display where they accidentally, whoever has like <laughs> yeah. set the trigger system, it's meant to be a 45 minute firework display and they accidentally set them all off at the same time. And, it, and it, it looks like, it looks like a bomb's gone off. And then all you hear is like, you see, like, basically what the bomb's gone off, and then you just hear so many children crying. It's so funny. <laughs> and the music, like, continuing on. Yeah, yeah, it's like sedate classical <laughs> music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It must appeal to people in, like, you've got that thing in you of, like, like Miles, you love fast roller coasters. You love Sorry. fast cars. Like, that slight sort of danger of excitement i've always been the same everything has to be big or really visceral or like, like i love reggae one of the main reasons is you know, reggae sound system apart from loving the music the sound is so huge and big mm. and overwhelming and i've always been like that you know if i have mm. food it has to be big flavors if i i love roller coasters i love fireworks i love fast cars i like you know just anything has to be high octane yeah I, I have to say as i've got older i have calmed down a lot but in my 20s god i was I must have been fucking hard work. See, I think maybe that's why I don't, why I'm not such a fan of fireworks is because I'm a chronically anxious person. So I feel like I'm constantly in a high octane state anyway. I'm like, why do I need to go on a roller coaster? That's just me on a Tuesday. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's me on the tube, yeah. <laughs> right, let's play a game. Woo! Let's play a game. This game. I'm clapping again. Here he is. <laughs> no, we can hear clapping. We just can't hear All waving. Right. Clapping's oh, fair good. Enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this game is called Gunpowder, Treason and Plot. Okay, so basically the year is 1604. Oh, no, actually, shit, I checked this. The year is at, in fact, 1605. Mm. Apologies. Right. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> The year is 1605. Guy Fawkes has failed in his plot to kill King James. But Miles wants to have another go. He's looking for someone to mastermind a brand new plan. Okay. to And this time he does not want to get rumbled. So basically we're each going to present Miles with a foolproof plan to gain access to the Houses of Parliament 
and kill the king. So we just we've all come up with a plan, Miles, and we're going to present those to you. We'll all we'll all have thought of like an alias that we're going to get appropriate to the right. time that we think is going to get into the thing, and we're going to talk you through our plan. And if you want to, feel free to ask us any questions, and we can all jump in. So yeah, who's confident? BT, you confident? I'm not confident. Can, can I can I ask? Can I, great. Well, I think BT should go first. Then. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right. Am I going? Yeah, yeah, go yeah. on, B. Can I, can I just say, yeah. if this was 1605, you would have to write this on a bit of parchment. We wouldn't be Zooming. That's the first no. mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have it in my notes on my iPhone. Give it to a pigeon. <laughs> give it to, what do you mean, give it to a pigeon? Did they do pigeon carrying then? Oh, actually, maybe, yeah. Thank you. Could have done. There you go. Could Thank have done you. pigeon post. Yeah, but also, you're probably not going to write it down, are you? You're probably going to meet up in secret. Can't... Oh, I thought you were going to uh, say they didn't write then. What pigeons? <laughs> no, people. People could write by then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not everyone. Yeah, but I'm saying if no. you were going to plot to kill the king, you're not going to go, I'll just write this down and put it on a random pigeon to fly around and maybe land in like the, the police's. I don't know. Got it. Of course. You're having a chat at a members club. You're having a secret <laughs> conflab. Sure. So listen, this is my plan. Right, my alias, my character, my 1604 character. 1605, Five. Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry, sorry. My, my name, my name, <laughs> do I have to do that voice? <laughs> I, I didn't say you had to do a voice, but you're doing it now. Lean into it. I always said have to do the voice. Like there's, a known, <laughs> there's a known accent for this. <laughs> oh, God. Do I have to do the voice? No one. Can I also say that in the preparations for this, voices weren't mentioned at all. (laughs) I'm just getting nervous. Right. Beatty, please do the voice. You do the voice, do the voice. Hello. (laughs) Different to the other voice. Can I just say, I'm in. I'm in. That's that's the plan for me. You two forget it. That's the one I'm going for. Okay. Right. Uh, hello, oh. my name is Billy the Bard of Baker Street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, my thing is that I'm an actor. I'm transformative. I'm one of the best actors of the time. I was kicked out of Shakespeare's troupe because I was too good at acting. <laughs> uh, and I sent people mad. People went mad watching me act in the Globe. Because uh, what I was doing was too realistic, uh, and you got to remember it's 1604, 1605. <laughs> so um, uh, you know, people's uh, uh, I'm dangerous, is what I'm saying. My acting skills that they're off the charts. So, so my plan, <laughs> look, I I can transform into any person uh, or animal with what? With hang on, with <laughs> animal. This isn't. We're not in. We're not. This isn't fantasy land. Look, a dash of makeup here, a couple of scarves there. I'm a pig. <laughs> can I, can I, I just said pig will probably hold us back quite a bit. Right, okay, we'll scrap we the pig. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think scrap the animals. I think it's right, just an yeah. unnecessary, unnecessary thing to just hold everything up. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I'll keep it in my knapsack just in case. The pig. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've got. Okay. So I've got a knapsack full of um, costumes, wigs, moustaches, etc., etc. Uh, my plan is: step one, dress up as a member of parliament, act as a member mm. of parliament, get into parliament. Easy. Step two, I'm acting as the prime minister. No one bats an eyelid because I look exactly like him and I'm acting exactly like him. 
Step right. three, stab the king in the neck. <laughs> Did they have a prime minister? Wasn't it just the king? I don't think they did. I, I don't know. Isn't that awful? I, I should know that, shouldn't they I? They must have I had someone who was head of the ministers. The king. When you say stab the king in the neck. Yeah. Well, right. So where where will the king be? Will the king be? What well, is this, I'm, how's it? Yeah. Look, I'm, well, in my head, we're in yeah. the House of Commons. The king's sitting in his king right. chair. And then I'm sort of approaching him as, you know, leader of the House of Commons or whatever. To you know, give him our decree, and then suddenly stabbed, stabbed in the neck. Couple of okay. things. Couple of things. I've done a bit of. I've done a bit of research. Yeah. There was no prime minister in 1605. Sure. <clears throat> immediate, Are you impressed that I knew that? Immediately caught and killed. Also, the person who was tantamount to the uh, prime minister, Lord Robert Cecil, is rumoured to have been behind the original gunpowder plot. So again. Oh. But again, they're not. So you don't want to pretend to be him because people are suspicious no. of him. Yeah. Right. How about a cleaner? You could be a cleaner. Oh, I could be. Well, would they let a cleaner near the king? I feel like yeah, she's I... already. I feel like this is. She can't. She's. This is her plan. No, 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 no. I've got a backup. I've got a backup. Oh, oh, I'm gonna be pig. a pig. It's the pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I'm gonna snort my okay. way in. All right. It was gonna be a pig, but it's not gonna be the pig anymore. It's gonna be. Oh, I'm an angel from heaven. And everyone believes it because it's 1605. They think I'm an angel sent from heaven. Also, because I'm a really good actor. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Oh, no, it's an angel. And they're like bowing down. And, and the king's like, oh, hi, I'm the king. Uh, I, I want to then... talk to the angel. And then stabbed him in the neck. It's, do you know, it's the stabbing in the neck thing that's right. worrying me a bit. What if I just so... I throw a little knife? Into his knife. Hang or... on, I think we're skipping over the parts where you, everyone just believes you're an angel. I, hmm. I think, I think how you're proving it, they're going to be like, "Why aren't you flying?" Did what, you like, show us hear some about magic? Yeah. my acting skills? Go on then. <laughs> be right. an angel so, now. Be, be, an, be angel. an angel for us. Go on. <clears throat> ah, it's me, an angel. Hmm. Yeah. That was convincing. Yeah. I think. I think. Can I? Can I put that one on hold for now? Right. And uh, I, I think. I think there's there's options there, definitely. Sure. Yeah. And your your impressions are very convincing. Thank you. The, it, uh, if okay. anything, you've got the knife thing. You can have that. They're definitely definitely the knife. Can I? Can I ask where do I fit into this? Am I just tagging along? You know, or am oh, I, you yeah. want you want the king killed, and you're going to hire us as one of your like heavies oh, to do it. With you. But also, if you want a part in it, may I be so bold as to suggest to suggest I go next? Oh, yeah, no. I'll go on then. Yeah, I, I, can I just add? If you want to be part of it, you can be the rear end of the pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, that's perfect because you know, obviously, if I shit myself, it'll be really, really yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so. My alias for this dastardly plot is courtesan to the king and his secret mistress, Nellie Longboob. Okay. Rose, She's this well... is so weird. Have you done had, the same? I had two ideas. One of them was that and I went with the other one. So lucky. Wow. What, you literally thought of Nellie Longboob? No. <laughs> No, I was courtesan. I was a courtesan. Right, okay. So I'm courtesan and and um, to the king and his secret mistress, Nellie Longboob. 
my uh the, 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 my legend the net way that i'm known around like london town is short in the leg long in the boob okay yeah. so i'm short i've got long boob, really long boobs and this my plot start i've been building on it for a while okay so i've before this in the months before i've been hanging around like the entrance to um parliament where the king comes in and out and every now and again when when like the when this particular guard is on duty i've been like sort of slipping behind the king's carriage and sort of making it look like i've got out or making it look like i've got in Okay, so the guard, and I, and then I've given the guard a wink and been like, Shh, and I've slipped him a few coins as if to be like, keep my secret, I'm the king's mistress. And I've also got other people to go around and sort of where that guard drinks in the pubs and I've got them to be like, oh God, have you heard about Nelly Longboob? So I've basically put whispers about that but I am on, the so, king's... But you're not, but you're not getting in and can out I, of Can I just say, what, no. you, what, you, what you are not taking into consideration here is that with my ADHD, I switched off a long time ago. <laughs> far, far too long an explanation. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> Can't, sorry. My brain went red. I'll summarise, which is basically I've been putting the story around that I'm the king's mistress amongst right. the guards but you're not. at the palace. But, are you? but I thought you were. Yeah, but no, I'm not because oh. this is a plot. Oh, right. The king doesn't have a mistress. You can't actually just be like, oh, I'm the king's mistress because then it's like, I'm just the king's mistress. I can get in and kill him. Well, right. what happens if one of the guards go up to the king and say, is she your mistress? And he goes, no. He goes, no. And I go, even the king has to deny it. It's that secret. Oh, okay. He can't be seen to be going out with Nelly Longboob. Okay, it's a very, you know, puritanical vibes. Okay, so then on the night in question, this is where you come in, Miles. I need some strong men to dress as firemen of the time, okay? And they <laughs> right. run up. They run up to the guards and they go, fire, fire, there's another plot to kill the king. More gunpowder. And we've got to come and like get in. There's another plot. It's on fire basically creating an amazing diversion. There is no other fire, there is no other plot. During which time I slip into the palace while this diversion's going on that you're causing and you're dressed properly as firemen, get in to the king's bedchamber. And then basically what I've got is a, re a fake long teat made of a pig's teat. <laughs> okay. Pig again. Pigs again. <laughs> I, sedu I seduce the king Beatty's with my playing long the boob. Teat. Yeah, Beatty's playing the teat. <laughs> I seduce the king with my long boob and get him to suckle from my long, the long teat, but inside it, poison. Oh. Wow. Wow. I don't so think in, in amidst a, a massive plot, he's going to be like distracted by your teats. He doesn't know about it. It's all going on at the door. Oh. Can I say as well, those teats sound absolutely disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they sure. are. He'll take one look at it and go, no. Yeah. No, I'm not going anywhere near that. Nah, because you know the royals, they're mucky. They like looking... Oh, that's true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not naming no names, but the predilections of the royal family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dirty buggers. He's yeah. going to be all over that teat. What, what, would, what would the poison be? You worked out? Something like hemlock deadly, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, deadly nightshade. What's hemlock? Deadly nightshade. It's from the it's same family, sort of... I think. Yeah. yeah. Good name, hemlock, isn't it? Yeah. Well... I think, well, I mean... We've heard it. Do you want to hear mine? <laughs> yes, please. 
Okay, I'll keep it short and sweet. Otherwise, I know your eyes will glaze over. Okay. So, I am posing as Vicar Victor of the London Parish of Protestants. I've recently moved to the area. Oh, I haven't thought of a voice. Where have I moved from? (laughs) Um, You've moved from Birmingham. I've moved... Oh, you know I can't do a Brummie accent. Hang on, yeah. Brummie. Brummie. Um, hang on, Brummie. Brummie. Have you picked that because Camille can't do it? Yeah. Yeah, go actually, on, go on, Camille, go on. Bitch. That's like Tom Parry voice, isn't it? Brummie, I've come from Birmingham to be the, the Vicar Victor. Fucking hell. I'm Vicar Victor. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's one, it's, one it's one of my blank spots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have... Have I done an audition where I had to do a a Brummie accent? Yes, of course I have. Um... (laughs) I did that once and the um, casting director, there was a silence after I'd finished and then he just went, should we give that a go in your own voice? (laughs) That's awful. Is that a good sign? I once did an audition, they went, and what accent was that? (laughs) And what was that? Yeah. Oh, well, give it a go. I had to do that and I had to do a Birmingham accent in a casting didn't go particularly well no. it is a hard I, one it is because i remember because a friend of jill's ha- is from washington well, wolverhampton she's mm. just down the road really and i know you know the, the, the trope is that you really pronounce the g's at the end of words like swimming dancing swimming like, yeah so, yeah swimming but but i totally ever did it swimming <laughs> i was just going oh yeah dancing i was really dancing. Yeah, what, I thought you were going to say you sounded Italian, like Danzinga. Danzinga. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. It didn't go well. I still, uh, I still feel like though. Give me a week. Give me a week. You tell me, Camille. You've you've got to go and be in a film next week, and you're from Birmingham. Give me a week. I could do it. <laughs> um. So I'm Vicar Victor of the London Parish of Protestants. <laughs> I'm just. I've just moved to the area. I'll go back to my own voice. Mm. I've just moved to the area. Um, Doesn't bode well. I've just moved to the area, so I'm just calling around on all my local neighbours to say, hello, I'm a new vicar. Um, I'd love to welcome you to my church, um, welcome you into the parish, and uh, just come and say a prayer with you. I've been doing it with all your all your neighbours. Um message from god you've got to get down and see king james next so here i am he loves god he's a massive protestant so he's going to want to meet the new vicar they let me in um i i keep going they're like yeah of course you've got a message from god go speak to king james we're into that once i'm in i say hi to king james i then give him you know they do uh, wine and crackers <laughs> I'm sure they would have, they would have had that back then. I don't think they call it wine and crackers. Well, <laughs> I'm modern. I'm mo- my my parish well, is a bit modern. We call it wine and crackers. It's not like a wine and cheese evening. <laughs> it's the it's the sacrament. Get, okay. Get the, get the get the borsan out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll call it holy wine and crackers. It's wafers. It's not yeah, crackers. I get the holy wine and crackers out. <laughs> And I baked them. I put something very special in there that's going to make the king really fart. So that's not going to kill him. That's not going to kill him. That's just going to make him really well, fart Well, that would have been too easy. Yeah. He drinks the wine. He eats the crackers. He does the biggest fart you have ever heard. And it clears. All his subjects are like, we've got to get out the room. He's like, yeah, I'm so sorry. Go, go, get out. 
I'm the only one that remains. And he's like, thank you for staying with me. Everyone else got out. And I was like, God told me to come and see you. I'm, I'm sticking with you. I'm your new mate. Let's say a prayer together. He bows his head. He closes his eyes. I chop his head off. <laughs> right. Wow. I mean, um, okay, go on. Don't no, please. I was please, just going to yeah. say, wouldn't it have just been easier to poison him with the cracker? Um, just cut out that step. Yes, but I was worried yeah, I, I, that all the other subjects were going to be like, "What's happening? You've given him this cracker. We're going to kill you." Yeah, I but what's going to happen when they all come back in the room and he's got no head? I'm and you're gonna... the only person no, that not... stays. And, no. you're standing there you're, what, and you're, yeah. you're going to go, he cut his own head off. What? Like, they're going to know it's you, Camille. No. Yeah, the uh, cracker made him do it. <laughs> the, the cracker would have been, the poison would have been better because you've got mm. time to leave before he dies. Okay, well, yeah, we can we can go with that if you want. Okay, so I'll be, I'll be honest, they're all fucking dreadful. Every single one of them. <laughs> or, oh my God, more... more holes of the colander but I, uh, <laughs> for simplicity i i probably have to go along with bc's plan yeah i have to say <gasps> yeah what but i'm sorry there's 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 a lot of holes in yours already we're picking it apart there's, for simplicity really clear... you're going with bc's <gasps> she's yeah, pretending definitely. to be an angel yeah yeah but look but that's it but that is it and or she could be a it. pig but she can morph her convincing line for that was Ooh, I'm an angel. <laughs> That's all she had. But we can simple. work on that. We yeah. can work on that. We'll work on that. Work on that. Yeah. Work, exactly. <laughs> Workshop it, exactly. We're hard, we're hard out. We're hard out a room of Sarah. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. yeah. And spend an afternoon up there and work through it. It'd be Unbelievable. fine. Um, I mean, she never wins. She never wins. So we should give it to her. Exactly. I should yeah. win for this one. It was pretty good. The long teeth really troubled me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I can't go along with that. Your yours, Camille. It started off well enough, but all, you know we were picking it apart as we went through. So clearly... it's when I said crackers, isn't it? Yeah, crackers. Yeah. You thought you're you not just, convincing yeah. as a vicar. The vicar's not coming in and being like, no. "Who wants the who wants their wine and crackers?" <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm I'm going to go with Beatty's uh, morphing idea, but you've still got to convince me that you know you are capable. So far, your your impressions have been dreadful. Right. But yeah. I think you can work on them. Okay. You know. Yeah. Sure. 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 Uh, is there anything I could do now to just work on your Brummy accent? You're a you're Brummy, oh, you're an oh, angel from a Brummy angel. Hello. Hello, Australian angel. I was going to say, wait, Brisbane. No, chips and gravy. All right. All right. <laughs> You've got to do it by order of the Peaky All Blinders. Right. That's by order that's of how the you Peaky do it. Blinders. I am an angel sent from God. Oh my! I'm here to kill the king. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! See, I love this because it's direct. There's no, there's no subterfuge. There's no layering yeah. stuff. It's straight to the point. But is that if an angel comes down and says he's going to kill the king, what are you going to do? They go fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, well, there, Beatty's the winner. Well, congrats, congratulations, Beatty. Thank you. Thank you. Before we do our Legends and Dicks of the Week, um, Camille, have we got any Patreon legends this week? Oh, do we? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a legend for Cat Lowcock? Legend! legend. 
Dave A. Legend. Louis, you a legend. Legend. Oh, oh, your friend of mine, a, 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 a relative of B.T. Edmondson, Freya Edmondson. Legend. And last but not least, you're a bloody legend, Bethany Packwood. Legend. Legend. Thanks to all those people for signing up to our Patreon. If you haven't yet, get yourself over to Patreon um, uh, at Patreon. Patreon.com. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it? Patreon.com forward slash birthday girls house party. There you go. And there's uh, extra content every single week. It's a good uh, one this you week. sign up. It's a really good one. All I'm going to say is, if you're a fan of Camille Wolf's The Hits, this is going to be the week you oh. want to join our Patreon. <laughs> oh. We had a little um, message from one of our patrons, Joel. Hi, Joel. He says that we are the truest of true legends. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So are you. Agree. And have you thought of getting some T-shirts done with your new picture logo on so I can shout about you from my torso and washing line? And um, Joel, I told him uh, our discussion about T-shirts. I was like, yeah, Camille was up for it. Rose thought it'd be too much admin. BT didn't bother either way. So <laughs> classic, classic personality. Yeah, I feel like I did, but you've just forgotten. You've just forgotten <laughs> oh, what I've said. And, and again, classic. My opinion just did, just washed through you. Uh, oh. I, I, I just was like, uh, what I don't want to happen is a scenario where my spare room is full of birthday girls house pie t-shirts <laughs> and I'm having yeah. to sort out shipping to Sweden. Yeah. Every, you know yeah. what I mean? So no t-shirts as of yet, I'm, I'm afraid, but you know, we're not, we're ne- it's never say never. Mm. Never say never. Also, never say also never. my sister signed up as a patron and sent us a message saying that she doesn't just share basic Libra memes. <laughs> <laughs> BT, if you if you don't know what BT's on about, she said in a previous pod that her sister shares basically from me. Yeah, hang on, I'll find the message. What she say? She said it's classic Freya. Here's we've signed up to your Patreon, but I'm furious with yeah. you. <laughs> I love it. It's an angry message. <clears throat> I would like to clear something up! Exclamation mark. I do not share all the Libra memes, BT. I think most of them are lame, but I do share the creepy, sad ones because they are the most accurate. I am not a basic astrology bitch. I am a cool astrology creep. So let's just make sure that's very clear, please, and thank you. There you go, Freya. We it's love cleared you. up. We love you. I love your content. You've yeah. been showing I some do. lovely photos recently of being by the seaside. Mm-hmm. I found it very uplifting. Keep it coming. But yeah, sign up, sign up to our Patreon. Help us keep making the pod. We're producing it ourselves now. Um, yeah. So. Oh yeah. If uh, just we won't be saying thank you to our lovely producer Emma Caution this week because um, we can't afford her anymore. <laughs> 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 but if you've noticed a steady decline in the sort of editing of our podcast in the last three episodes, it's because she's been trying to teach us how to do it ourselves, which yes. she absolutely had no. It's hard. She didn't have to do at all, but she's just the nicest, most kindest person. Hopefully we'll get her back soon. Oh, man. <laughs> so do sign up to our Patreon so that you will benefit because the podcast will sound a lot yeah, better. Please sign up to our Patreon so that we can get Emma back. Right, guys, I think it's time to do our Legend and Dick of the Week. Let's do it. I'll go first. Mine are very yeah. quick. I'll rattle through them. Legend of the Week. My bloody car passed its MOT. It's <laughs> such God. a rush. Every time it's such a rush, isn't it? Every time Thank it God. goes in, you just think, oh God, here we bloody go. Because our car's very much getting to the time of its life where it's like it could very much fail. 
Mm-hmm. So real rush to get that call. She's passed. <laughs> Dick of the week, hot sauce, too delicious. The, you know that Encona one, the really hot hot chilli sauce? Oh, yeah, sauce. yeah, I've got that one. Ooh, I love it. I don't know that one. Love it, but Dick of the Week, because I just, the other night, same story as the coffee uh, mm. for you, Miles. I just put so much, it's Moorish, I put so much on my dinner. Oh, I had a bad time the next day. Oof. Oh, hot God, I know that really horrible, yeah. isn't it? really yeah. a, such bad like stomach cramps you know where you're Ooh. like it just oh. and i felt like a big old blown up balloon my stomach was like i had the feeling again where i want to put a really thin needle in and just pierce it and all the air comes out well i've actually week? this week is i've got two dicks i'm sorry <laughs> oh i've got lovely. two dicks lovely. oh uh first dick is um hand foot and mouth disease <laughs> not something I thought died in the middle ages but no apparently <laughs> children get it and Mabel no, has it it came back didn't it when we were younger beef no that's no, foot that and mouth foot oh. and mouth Hand, foot, foot and mouth. mouth is different foot and mouth is for cows hand, foot and mouth is for small children and mm-hmm. it's basically you get blisters in and around your mouth on your hands and your feet. Ooh. she's got them on her oh, knees oh sounds awful yeah oh my god oh, I know, poor, poor thing, thing. Uh, but yeah, just that disease is my, one of my dicks. My, my mm. second dick is uh, someone did a human shit in the buggy park at Mabel's nursery. Miles, <laughs> <you been around>? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was. You could tell. You could tell it was a human shit. It was big, right. long, and just. And I just think Ooh. someone's come into the nursery buggy park to do that. And who's going to clean that up? Who's going to clean that? Was one of the members of staff is going to going to have to come out and and this, that's not their job. Do you know what? I, I, there's a part of me that sort of empathises with that because they could have caught short. Yeah. But you should go. You should at least go and clear it up. Exactly. Don't just leave it. There's a park right next door. It's like go into the park. Mm. Do it on the grass. Yeah, that Don't is that it. is. Absolutely it's almost disgusting. like a sort of it's a dirty protest, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was Somebody... going to say it's a deliberate act. Yeah, mm. it's a deliberate act. Someone's pissed off that their child got hand, foot, and mouth at nursery and yeah. got done it shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> Camille, legends and dicks. Okay, so my legend is going to be Liz Kingsman's show at Soho Theatre. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And I think, I think, I'm not sure if it's, by the time this goes out, her run will have finished, but she's doing it again in January. I recommend it. Um, Bloody funny. It was really good. Um, That's my legend. And my dick is actually fits the pod very well today, but also is linked to my night when I went to see it. Went to see a show, had a great time. And then my dick of the week is Jono from Sheeps. (laughs) Uh, Don't know if you know a sketch group called Sheep Smiles. Um, I do. There's a, yeah. a, a guy in it, Jono, and for I can't remember how long ago it was. Years and years and years ago, we're at a house party. Long story short, we end up in the toilet together. No funny business. <laughs> I go for a wee. We leave no the bathroom, business. and he tells everyone that I did a shit in front of him. <laughs> and, that rumour has been following me around ever since. And I see him in the bar at Soho Theatre. I go over and say hello. And he immediately tells the people he's talking to, she did a shit in front of me. And he goes, sorry, I needed a punchline. And I was like, get your own, get, come up with a new punchline. 
Okay, I just want to clarify right now, I never did a shit in front of him in that bathroom. <laughs> problem is Camille it's all too believable story when people know about your backstory it's too easy to believe but then I would I would happily say I've talked about it so much I would say yes I did a shit in front of him but this time no I did not do that shit (laughs) that shit was not me that shit was not me okay right well you heard it here on the pod Jono from Sheeps if you want to come on the pod yeah um... if you want to come on the pod and say (laughs) your piece put your side of the story Tweet him. Everyone tweet him. Miles, who are your legends and dicks of the week? So, uh, legend is... I've I've thought long and hard about this, and the reason it's a legend is because it's off the back of something being a dick, uh, is Bob Mortimer's book, And Away. I'm reading it at the moment. I'm listening to his audio Oh, my God. It's so lovely. It's so self-effacing. It's just the best read I've had in ages. It's yeah. just an absolute joy. It's like a proper warm cuddle, isn't it? Yeah, it's I, silly I love and, it. Oh, it's so good. Really, really good. And the reason that it's the legend is because Dick of the Week, and I, I didn't want to do it because it's a bit of a cliche, is COVID because we're all supposed to be going away to Tenerife next week. Oh, my on God. On holiday. Yeah. And Jill and Alice are tested positive for COVID. <gasps> no. Off. Miles. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. Bollocks. All cancelled. All off. Oh, fuck. That's so shit. I'm sorry. So fucking annoying. So so the books sort of got me through this week. (laughs) It's keeping me sane. But it's been... uh, Yeah, so they're my legends and dicks of the week. Thank you, Miles. You've been truly a dream of a guest. Oh, thank you. It's been a joy being... Honestly, it's a real pleasure and a real honour to be on your podcast. Honestly, I mean that. It's lovely. Well, it's our honour to have you. Yeah. Um, uh, where can people find you? Are you on? Are you on the socials? I he'll be am in. On the he'll socials. be in Hitchin shitting. If you want to find <laughs> him. Yeah, just just look in all the public toilets or Waitrose toilet. Yeah. Do you know what sometimes I do? If I feel like I get the shits, I'm in town. I'll try and hold it in until I get to Waitrose, but the toilets <laughs> in there are nicer. Sorry, go on. What are your what are your um, socials? Oh, yeah. So I am Miles Chapman on Facebook, the Miles Chapman on Twitter. Uh, I don't even know what I am on Instagram because I use it about once a year and I've, it completely foxes me every time I go in. I don't really understand it. <laughs> I should give um, you a little masterclass. You should do because you're 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 bloody queen of Insta, aren't you? Jesus. No. What does that mean? Well, you're you know you're on it all the time. You know how it works. I, yeah, I mean, I do go on it too much. You are the Miles Chapman on Instagram. The Miles Chapman. Yeah. You've done one post. It's of Marco Sullivan, who's also in Lee and Dean, and Ricky Grover. Oh, who's also in Lee and Dean. Is there anything you want to plug or anything? You... Not really. I mean, I you know, stuff at the moment is in all developmental stage, so no, there's nothing really pluggy to do. But yeah, just plug me because I'm fucking brilliant. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here. Plug Miles. Yeah. Official. I'm absolutely fantastic. So, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Plug him in the bar so that he stops shitting everywhere. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks, Miles, for an absolutely cracking podcast. I think you'll agree. Thank you. Thank you always to Anne Trileski, who does our brilliant music, and Lucy Moore, who does our artwork. Thank you, BT. Thank you, Camille. Thank you, Rose. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. And thanks for listening, legends. Bye. 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 Bye.